what do you do if you are friends with a couple, we'll say, all right? So picture your favorite couple friend in your head. And the guy of the situation confides in you something that you just find like, ugh, ugh, ugh. Are you then required to tell the wife? Like, are you, do you, like, that girl code, does that break girl code already? Uh, does that make you uncomfortable? Like, do you feel like you got to say something to her, but like, he's also your friend? And like, how would you deal with that? She's going to need your advice later on today with Ask My Mom. Let's get into the show. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast, everybody. Uh, it's been a big week for this show. It's funny, uh, the podcast we did on Monday when it comes to like the Molly and all that stuff. Um, I don't know why I have to whisper it. Like maybe people don't hear about it. Didn't like crazy, crazy numbers. So maybe that was your first one you were here and you're still here for it and appreciate it. That's not typically what this show is about. I mean, we base it around three principles, right? It's live. It's like talking about our lives laugh we want to make sure it's funny and loving your mom because moms are the greatest in the world and my mom is the absolute queen of (laughs) of the moms it's nancy yancy hi mom hi honey well today's been our this whole week has been kind of a stressful week for me and there's been some things that have been going on uh, that i've been telling you about and there's some things going on behind the scenes that i wasn't telling you about just in case it turned out poorly So I can give you two updates today on things. And I want to start back with the story that I told you starting on for maybe it's Monday show. I told you I had to go to the doctor to take a um, uh, uh, give a urine sample because I'm having some prostate problems, which if you're tuning in for the first time, what an awkward way to start this podcast. (laughs) Um, So um, we don't really talk about body parts that much. No, no. <laughs> but for some reason, my prostate's been the focus of the uh, attention of this whole show this week. And I'm, I apologize for that. But it's really been like the main thing going on in my life. And I don't even know why this even became a topic, but whatever. Now I feel like they were invested in it. So now we got to talk about it. <laughs> so I told you how, how awkward it already was because the woman who was, uh, that took my urine sample was a listener of mine from the radio. <laughs> and uh, so, and she listens to the podcast too. And I wish I remember her name. That's you message me you can text me 888-Kramer8 or DM me at that guy Kramer on Instagram uh, I uh, so that was like awkward enough right well when I'm sitting in the doctor's office he's like hey um, maybe we should give you an STD test too just to make sure we've kind of covered the bases and I'm like well you know I had I had one in in, uh, in January so I'm not, not too worried about it he's like well let's just do it just to be sure and I'm like okay I, I don't care how clean I think I am like <laughs> The hypochondriac in me always comes out with the word with the, with the three letters STD, right? I'm always like, Ugh. <laughs> like what? So what if, right? Like what? If, what? If, well, what if last test they didn't find something? You know, like so. Saturday morning, I roll over and I have a, a, a email on my phone because I go to Kaiser and they had sent me a, a email saying all of your test results are back and I'm like, cool. And I open it up and. Things like my, they tested my prostate, my PSA, they tested like, you know, your blood count, all all that stuff came back and all came back perfectly. Mm -hmm. The only thing that was missing from the sheet or from the, uh, from the folder was all of my STD tests. There were none in there. I was like, well, Uh all right, that's, that's weird, you know? And it said on the bottom, it was like, um, we may, if your test results are not 
on here. We may need to contact you to talk to you about them. And I'm like, oh boy. And I'm <laughs> oh, keeping in mind, I had like no. an HIV test in there. I had, you know, it just all the STDs, right? So I'm like, okay, this is, this is a little unsettling. Uh, so I'm like, but it's all right. Like I went to like a mild panic attack, but then I like got out of it. I'm like, okay, no big deal. And so Monday rolls around. I'm like, I'm sure I'll hear something today, right? Maybe it just takes a couple of days for them to post the results for that. Maybe it's different blood te- tests they needed and it's different labs. And I start building all these stories. Well, then Monday came and gone, nothing. Tuesday came and gone and nothing. So now I'm like really kind of like, what's going on, right? Like, You mean came and went? Came, Yeah, came and went. (laughs) And so today, which is Wednesday, and you guys get the show on Thursday, but this is Wednesday. Technically, we're recording this. Yes. And I'm like, well, do I like call and say, hey, like I just need the results for my STD test, which is like another awkward conversation. Knowing me, it'd probably be with that same, you know, that same nurse that I, I, you know, met the other day. Um, But I found out online, you can send them a message. I'm like, let me just do that. Let me just like come in here and just send a quick message, you know, just get it off my plate. And I am proud to uh, reveal to my own mother that I am STD free. I'm not sure why they were not, <laughs> oh, <laughs> why, why those results were not listed, and they made me sweat it for you know a couple of days. But <laughs> well, I am uh. really happy. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that can be the new whoop whoop. Every time you get a clean STD test, you'll just message us. We'll give you a whoop whoop on that's the podcast. Right. Because, uh, that's only for really great news. So oh, that is yeah. really great news. Yeah, it's great. Really it's happy great. for you, just, honey. <laughs> I don't. Have, I don't have any more space in my life for anxiety, though. You know, like I just don't have. I don't have a four day waiting period to get back an STD test. I have to worry about like to worry about that. So anyway, I thought you would love for me to share that news with you that your son is um, STD free. So very um, happy, honey. So very happy. So very proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I mean, truly, though, in all seriousness, I really do work hard for that. So I, it's, it's something I take, I take very seriously. So thank of you. Of course. Um, so the other thing, though, that I told you was causing me major anxiety over the last couple of days was I had this this potential employer that was uh, was like, hey, uh, I, I really <laughs> should listen to your podcast. And this was the day that the one that I did on Monday about that time I did drugs mm-hmm. came out. I'm like, oh no. So um yesterday I get a text from him. And by the way, I think things are going really well with this whole situation. Mm-hmm. I, I'm really excited about like exploring it. And mm-hmm. so I didn't like when that happened, I was like, oh like this could not be good. Well, so I get a a text from him yesterday I said, hey, can we talk? And that's always just like the worst text ever <laughs> oh, to get. No. But, uh, so I'm like, yeah, sure. So we get on the phone and, you know, pleasantries, everything's great. This good. Yep. Everything's good. Good, 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 good. Hey, I want to talk to you about something. And I'm like, Ugh. um, he's like, I, I, um, I, I want you to know, like, I really, I still really want you on my team. I really believe in you and all that, but I need to talk to you about something that, that I heard, um, that you had possibly missed some days around, uh, like around the time that you got divorced and I was like, oh no, like he probably listened to the podcast. And uh, I told you that when I went through all that, those really hard days between my divorce and like tr- the first couple of days after, um, probably within, uh, those, those first two weeks after the Molly were like, just like the worst. And so I missed a couple of days, mm-hmm. uh, of work cause things were just, it was just like just too much for me. Mm-hmm. And so I had to just explain it to him. I'm like, "Yo, this is like not my best impression. Those were, that was a rough patch in my life. It's not typical for me to, 
you know, to miss work. I really, unless I have a, a fever, I never miss work. There's always like a sense of guilt, but I just like, Oh, like now I gotta be really careful what I'm even saying on the podcast because I just don't know who's listening and when they're listening. But I, I think I, he was very understanding and it went okay, but still I'm like, Oh, like, Oh, I just don't need anything to like make me look bad right now. You know? Well, you know, it's interesting you would say that because today my BFF Margot and I are having yeah. <laughs> it's just funny hearing you say it like that. My BFF. <laughs> well, she is. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a weekly call and we missed that yesterday. It's normally on Tuesday, so it was today. And we were talking about, you know, all the craziness in the world. I mean, COVID is still there. It has not gone away. And we have all the, you know, the racial issues going on. Is there going to be a civil war? Oh, my God, it's horrible. The police brutality. You know, I mean, it's just a, it's a crazy, crazy time in our world. Yeah, yeah. And she was talking about how she'd been really anxious around all that. And so we got into a discussion, a really wonderful discussion about what each of us were doing to take care of ourselves, mm-hmm. our body, mind, and spirit during this time. And that was so helpful. And then I came across an article about mental health in your heart. And there's there's a little piece in there. It's talking about how your heart and your mind are more connected than you realize. And that um, struggling with issues like depression, anxiety, chronic stress, and substance abuse can up your risk of heart disease, heart attack, and stroke. Um, And so it's talking about how important it is to take care of our mental health for our bodies as well. And I was struck by um, a little piece by Jerome Adams, who is the Surgeon General of the United States, who I am so impressed with every time I see him on TV. But he writes about eliminating stigma is crucial to more people getting help. And that includes sharing stories and shifting away from derogatory language like crazy. As he I, I don't I don't know why there is such a stigma around mental health. I'm not sure how it got there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it came from a generation of like you gotta be tough, you know, and like don't let anybody see all your cards or um I don't know, because even I think I've shared this before in the podcast that even when I do talk about mental health issues with anxiety or depression, that uh, people are like, oh, my God, you're so brave. Like, you're so mm-hmm. brave. And I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. want it to be a thing like that anymore. I just want people to be able to grasp their mental health and just know that it's a pro- I mean, to me, it is like it is like my number one priority. Period. Yes. Period, yes. period, 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 period. Like yes. nothing can get in the way. That's why I don't do things. Like, that's why I don't drink anymore, because yes. I can't be over here and be an advocate and like be like, yeah, we're we're really you know fighting against mental health, but then do things that go against that. I can't sit here and um, uh, uh, drink caffeine because to me, caffeine is like the worst. Gives me the worst anxiety. So I just don't just don't drink it anymore. Right. And I feel and I don't know I don't know why I feel so free to talk about it, um, but I I do know it is important. And I don't know, and I wish I could do more to like encourage people. That's why I don't really mind sharing my story because I just don't want it to be a thing anymore. I want people to feel like, yes. hey, if you're depressed, like 
do what you got to do. Like, like right. if it's therapy or I'm not a big medication person, but mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was on it for four or five years. So right. I don't, whatever, whatever it takes. Yes. And it's different for different people. And when you were talking about being concerned about sharing that story about taking a drug that had a really horrible effect on you, um, he says that I share the story of my brother who is incarcerated due to crimes he committed to support his substance use disorder. People told me not to talk about that. But we tear down stigma by showing there is no us and them. And we need to make it universally acceptable to use stigmatizing language for people trying to promote their mental health. That is so true. Our stories are so powerful. And we have got to be okay with sharing those and getting the help that we need because now I believe more than ever in. The history of our time, has there ever, I mean, there has never been this much mental stress in our lives. And it's universal. It's across the nation and the world with COVID. And there's so much unrest and so much going on that can really just be detrimental to our health. And we've got to take extraordinary care of ourselves. And that's what Margot and I were talking about today. We were quizzing each other about how do we take care of our mental, physical, and emotional and spiritual health. I'd love to hear a conversation with you guys. I just wonder what people (laughs) like old people talk about, you know? (laughs) You know, what I thought about was she was so funny because she is, in my opinion, has a, a much heavier Southern accent than I do. Mm-hmm. But if you'll remember from the videos that we took when you all were kids and we were at Lake Waccamaw, you couldn't tell who was speaking, whether it was <laughs> me or Margot. But today she said, oh, wait, just a minute. I, here's a friend of mine. And she rolled down a car and she goes, hey, she said, that baby is adorable. Oh my God. I can't believe how cute he is. How old is he now? Oh my God. He is precious. Yes. I can't wait to get back to our book club. I am just, I am just ready. And I died. Laughing. I mean, she is so sad. But that's what you sound like too. I don't think you realize that's what you sound like. I know. And I wondered to myself, I thought, oh my God, that's exactly what I sound like to other people. We sound just alike. She and I I would say 90% of people listening to this podcast probably think you have a very thick southern accent. (laughs) I I would have to assume. Eight eight, Kramer eight. Like, unless you're from Georgia, all of our Georgia, Tennessee listeners, uh, maybe some Florida people, uh, South uh, Carolina, Alabama listeners, North South Carolina. Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody oh, yeah, else is like, wow, this is a very thick <laughs> Southern accent that you have. You know? And when I'm in California, people ask me all the time where I'm from. Yeah, that's that's how you know. That's how you know that it's maybe a little thicker than you may even you may even realize, right? All right, let's get to our quote for today. What you got, Mom? Mm-hmm. So actually, this quote is my very own. 
And it's it your own quote? It's my own quote. You're quoting yourself? I'm going to quote a thought. <laughs> I'm going okay. to I'm going to quote a thought I had today. It's very my- bold of you coming from all of these great speakers <laughs> and prophets and everything know, else. And and all right. So you won't hear this very often and you may laugh when I tell you this, but this came to me in my meditation time today and I and, okay. I, and I wrote it down because I thought I really want to do this. Okay. Treat everyone with loving kindness as if they were the person nearest and dearest to your heart. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. What a world this would be if we could really see people for who they are and love them. Like we love our mothers, like I love you, like you love me. I mean, and we could just treat each other with that deep level of respect, admiration, trust, love. What a beautiful world this would be. I wonder why we don't. I guess it's because we all have these preconceived notions on I'm this and you're that, right? Like I'm I'm black, you're white. I'm I'm Republican, you're Democrat. I'm this, we're different, we're different, we're different, we're different. You know, I'm I have this job, I have this much money, you have that much money. Yeah. Um, I have this car, you have that car. I, have, I live in this neighborhood, you live in that neighborhood. And it's just we feel and like these separations. Jerome, as Jerome Adams said. There is no us and them. It's all us. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. all us. We all we all are going through struggles in life. We're trying to live the best life we can. We all need the same things in life. I mean, at the core of our being, it's all us and we are all connected. We are all connected. So if we were to just treat each other with that love and kindness that we show the people closest to us. Oh my goodness. I know that's utopian, but Oh, that would just be so lovely. And I just want to try to remember that. Well, who my mom is obviously a very positive person, right? Like you just kind of live in that positive zone, which is exactly why I want to start this podcast because I'm not, I'm much more of a, what if, what, um, is there is there anybody that you hate? Hate? Hate. No. No. And so like what would your in your mind, in your category of feelings towards people, what is the the most negative category you f- would feel towards somebody? Dislike. Okay. Distrust. And who who in, in who falls into that category? Like, is there any? And you don't have to give names, but like, I'm just trying to figure out what you can do to my mom that can really set her off enough to like put you into the dislike category. Which for me, a dislike is like a two out of ten. Like, like, like I can dislike you, then I can hate you, and then I can disdain you, and then I can effing hate you, and then I can really, really effing hate you. And so, <laughs> well, hate just serves no purpose. It's yeah. just, it just serves no purpose. It's like unforgiveness. It's just, you know, it's, uh-uh, it's just unhealthy and it solves nothing and it makes us miserable. But how many people live in that category of dislike in your life? Like how many people, like, could you name, just give me a number, how many people you think you can name that you dislike? Is it like a small amount of people, a large amount of people? Oh no, very small. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, I just we all just wish we lived that life, don't we? We just all want to live because, like, honestly, like this is not bullshit. Like, my mom is just such a positive person. Like, she's it's not how she doesn't just act a certain way on the podcast. Like, she's genuinely just a positive person like that. So it's it's impressive. It's mm-hmm. impressive. Your dad may say otherwise, but <laughs> <laughs> he was telling me I today to- that I was negative because I was I was concerned about the lot next door to us and the surveyors were here and the line is really close to our house. And what did you say? So what, what like set that off? Because, okay, so my parents live at the lake, right? And they, uh, they're, they're, they bought this house and next to it is this kind of small lot. I would say how many feet across you think the lot is between your house and then the, to like the, the other side neighbor's house. It's not huge. It's probably a good, 50, 60, maybe 80 feet. It's not far. Way. Like, like it's, it's so, just like, it'd be like, if you're going to put a house in there, you'd have to put like a tall townhouse <laughs> because there's not a lot of right. space for a right. full house to go in there. Right. And they bought that kind of with the understanding that, I mean, the lot was for sale, but they were asking for a lot of money for it. But like, who the hell's going to pay that much money for a lot with right. they, without even a house on it? Right. Right. So somebody has been looking at it and, um, I guess they were over there doing some, Surveying, surveying today. Uh-huh. They were surveying. And what today. did you say? I want to know what, what you said that, that was deemed so <laughs> negative. I said something about, oh my gosh, those stakes are really close to our house. And I got a response of, it's fine. I have I have a relationship with this guy and he's not going to want that area, which is my bird sanctuary now That's I know was not mine. Um, he's not going to want to bother that. And you're just being negative. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so wait, but if they were to tear down, I mean, if they were to build a house in there, that would take away from your bird sanctuary, right? Oh, it's gone. I mean, it's already gone. There's no question about it. Well, I yeah. feel like we need to protest for this. We got to <laughs> save the bird sanctuary. That's like that's well, like twenty five percent of your of your uh, your hobbies at this I point. I know. I don't know what I'm going to do about that. But yeah, actually, we we are hopeful that the people that have bought this because Jim has talked to him and met him um, are just going to use it as access to the dock and not build a house for a while anyway. So that's well, I'm fine. concerned now. I'm concerned. We gotta. Mm. Hey, the worst thing keep... that can happen is we can bail out and sell this house. <laughs> so you can get your bird sanctuary back. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I don't want a yeah. house in like five feet from my house. That's not well. Then don't don't move to California. Then yeah, don't, don't move out here. That's five I feet. You're know. lucky to get five feet. I don't think I have five feet between my houses right now. I think now, you but... have three feet. <laughs> I think so too. I think that's more like it. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're gonna take a break and we come back. We got to do ask my mom. Like, have you ever been in a spot where you've been friends with a husband and wife? Well, what do you do when the husband reveals this and his wife has no idea? Like, are you supposed to tell her? Is that your requirement? If you're friends with both, we'll do it next with ask my mom here on the certified mama's boy podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, we'll do Ask My Mom here in a couple of seconds. Before we do, it's our favorite time of the show Woo-hoo. where we give a shout out, <laughs> shout out to all of I'm our... I'm just warming up. Yeah, okay. Uh, shout out to all of our certified <laughs> fans. Uh, these are people that are like, yeah, like I love that. I, I, you don't have to love it. You can just like the podcast at this point. And I want to support you guys. And it's, it's $5 a month, by the way. Oh, and when you become a fan, you get all kind of perks. And we just started a Facebook group. It's actually becoming really active for certified fans. You have $5 off of merch. And so it's uh, it's really helpful, too. If you, if you are a fan of the podcast, you think it's important, then hopefully you can uh, you can support. So let's go take a look at our newest certified fans. And by the way, I do keep offering that if you did not get your proper whoop whoop, then you need to get it. You need to let me know because I want to make sure that you're getting your proper value out of this and it's it's worth it. And we do appreciate you. So all right. Uh, shout out to Amy. Amy, one of our newest certified fans. Where's Amy <laughs> and- from? I don't know yet because she, Amy, you haven't filled out the rest of your survey yet, oh, so I'm not sure where you're it. from. Okay. Uh, hey, Amy. And Andrea is the is the other one. <laughs> and I don't know where she's from either, so okay. fill out the rest of your form. And um, <laughs> finally, uh, Tabitha sent me a message on Instagram to say I didn't get my whoop whoop. So that's Tabitha W. I don't know where she's from. And she gets three. Whoop whoop whoop. <laughs> like the OU one, it's like for you have waiting. to uh, yes. for waiting so long. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, well, thank you to all of our certified fans for keeping this show going. And if you want to be a certified fan, just text the word fans to 888-Kramer8, or you can scroll down in the show notes and I can, uh, I'll link it down there so you can join. Okay. Ask my mom. Do this on Tuesdays and Thursdays. How this works is if you've got a question that you want to ask, but you don't, you kind of feel awkward, kind of feel embarrassed, then you can always ask my mom. She'll give you some really good advice because the the most hatred she has in her heart is a mild <laughs> dislike. So you know this has got to be good advice, right? Well, I hope. I really try. I, I agonize over these things. Well, but- if you've got a uh, ask my mom question, you can email me to at that guy Kramer at gmail.com. And we need your stories too. Like people that have been through this kind of stuff. This is like where it really comes alive because you you've got some good advice too if you've actually literally been through this stuff. Okay. okay. Here we go. Um Dear Kramer, I hope that you and your mom are well. I am a certified fan and listen religiously. And then she gets whoop whoop. <laughs> okay. Uh, thank you for making my 40 minute drive to work an enjoyable one. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you for listening. Um, I would love to get your feedback from you and your mom on the dilemma that I'm having. I have two friends who are married to each other. I met them both through work as we are all in the same industry. Although I met the woman first, I'm closer to the husband. We just have more things in common. I consider them both really great friends and, uh, great friends though. And that's where it starts to get sticky. They both trust me enough to tell me things about their lives they may not want to share with their spouse, and they also tell me stuff about each other. The stuff they tell me about each other is is not good. That's all it says. It's, it's, it's uh, not good. Eek. <laughs> not good. Eek. <laughs> I want to be a good friend to them both, but I am at the point where I do not want to know anything as it puts me in an uncomfortable position. I'm forced to keep stuff from them that their significant other said, and not only is that mentally draining, but it gets confusing on the flip side. I don't want to abandon them as they don't have many other friends to talk to. But then again, what if one of them finds out that I told the other one and kept a secret, see mentally draining and confusing. 
What should I do? Love BFF. Oh, well, we love you too. It's very mm. sweet. Love you forever. Yeah. Um, it's uh, that's that's a tricky spot when you're stuck in between two different people that are in relationships. To me, that always gets awkward when you are when your friends kind of separately with one and the other, because then if it ever does come up, it's like, well, who will take it one, one step further is like, well, if this doesn't work out, mm-hmm. like where, where does my mm-hmm. loyalty lie? Like on which side do I have to have to be, be a part of here? Right. So mm-hmm. I, I get it. Those situations can always get kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. Mom, what are you thinking about this? Like did, what does she do when she knows when one friend's confiding and kind of expecting some, uh, you know, some, uh, confidentiality but at the same time like keeping something from another friend is that bad too you know when i first read this i thought eek that is really tough but as i just listened to you read it back it occurred to me that this should not be your problem it's their problem and they need to be talking to each other so in whatever way she can she needs to let them know that she can't solve their problems. They need to solve their problems and they need to talk to each other. I was in a spot like this where I found out that uh, it's kind of kind of similar situation, but I was closer with the guy and the girl, but I was still pretty close with the, with the girl too. And I found out that he was uh, I mean, had an affair, like wasn't having an affair, but had cheated on her. Mm. And I really had to kind of sort that out in my head of like what what do I do like how do mm-hmm. I like am I supposed to say something to her because we're definitely cool mm-hmm. um and but I mean that would like break his trust and I, I found out from like an, uh, he didn't confide in me in the first place mm-hmm. so that was super tricky too of like well where do you go with it right like am I supposed to like say something to him even though I don't know but like does she am I supposed to say something because she's supposed to know? And it's it really, really gets tricky. In that situation, I had to just let him know that I knew and that I didn't feel comfortable with it, but I never told her because I just didn't feel like it was really my place. But I, there was still that sense of uncomfortableness. Mm-hmm. I, I don't disagree with you, mom, but I also feel like you have got to uh, maybe just distance yourself from that situation when it comes to like, like, Hey, like, Hey, I don't want to talk about John today. I don't want to talk about Susan today. I don't, I don't like, uh, but tell them why. Tell yeah. them. Why. Yeah. Say, yeah. That it kind of puts you in that awkward yeah, spot. This, is, this puts me in a really bad place because you know, I love you both. And I think the two of you need to be talking about this. You don't need to be talking about it with me. You need to be talking. But this is where I this is where I get concerned about the whole thing because I know that most people that listen to this podcast, we're all kind of similar people. Mm -hmm. Um, We're very much chismosos, and so (laughs) not knowing too Mm -hmm. is also going to be really hard for you just to be like. "Uh, I mean, I don't really want because we just genuinely are curious people. We just really want to know things, right? Mm -hmm. So I I, that might be that might be physically impossible too for you not to know, but. I think if it keeps, I, I'm, I'm just because even like reading this story, the first thing I want to be is like, well, what is this not so good stuff? <laughs> you know, like I want to know everything about this situation because my, my my brain's going right. I'm sitting here like, well, what kind you know, of should I? Sharing? <laughs> yeah, like is it how bad is this thing? I, I'm just I, so I'm I'm like invested now. I really want to know. Anybody listening right now that has been in a spot like that before, like where you knew something about one person and you weren't sure like what to do with it. 
and then maybe what you did do and how did that turn out. Phone number is 888-Kramer8, 888-Kramer8, and we'll come back with uh, with some more of your calls later on this week. Okay, Mom, we good? We're good. All right. I love you. Love you forever. Let's get to the good news, shall we? I say shall we a lot, don't we? I must not say shall we for like a week. Okay, now it's time for the good news, everybody. <laughs> my, my other crutch. Uh, let's talk about the nursing home over in Brazil. There is this uh, this nursing home over there, and ever since they went down into quarantine or in isolation, it was March 17th. There's 28 seniors living over at the Trace Figueres. I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Uh, over in Brazil, Mother's Day came and went, no visitors, and the loving staff is like, man, this spirits are low around here, which you can imagine. I've got actually, uh, you may know somebody in a situation like this too. I've got a friend that has a grandmother in a nursing home and can't go see her. So what they did was they created this thing called the Hug Tunnel, and I'll put it down in the show notes. You can go take a look at it. Basically, it's like these thick plastic sheets, and they've got armholes in it so that people can actually, like residents and visitors can wrap their arms around each other, standing on one side and the other, so there's no real actual physical contact, which, by the way, is still super weird. Like 2020, what a year. Like what a year it's been. All this, like, this time last year, we wouldn't think we'd be making Hug Tunnels. You know, that wouldn't have been a thing. But now, if I told you you'd have to hug somebody through a a, a plastic sheet a year ago, you'd be like, no, it's no way. Anyway, they put these armholes in three different heights to accommodate children and people in wheelchairs, which is cool. And then between every visit, they disinfect it and they use hand sanitizer. And you got to make sure, I think they have their temperatures checked too. And uh, they schedule it in advance. You can't just like show up and be in the hug tunnel. You got to schedule time to have like your hug tunnel time. One woman that works there says it's so gratifying to see them hugging each other, and this is so important, and it's true. And I don't know if you saw this viral video or not, but there is a show on YouTube that's called The At-Home Variety Show, and it has Hoda Cobb and um, Savannah Gun 3 on it, right? They're from NBC, one of those morning shows. So they, this is a YouTube show, and they're on here, and they're talking to one of the nurses. She is a nurse over at the Lenox Hill Hospital in New York named Cassidy Tobin. They talk about like all the positivity of all that she's caught, you know, that she's creating and all the struggles it is to be a healthcare worker. And then they mentioned like, hey, we know that you're a fan of J-Lo, and I'll be danged if they didn't get J-Lo on the show with them to surprise her. But I, I heard you have a hero too, um, Jennifer Lopez who we love and Hoda loves, and Hoda actually knows her and knows her phone number. <laughs> Wait, Cass, would this be crazy? Do you think we should just see if she can pop up for us? Oh my God, Wait, that would be so No, cool. I don't know Let's if we can her. do it. Okay, hold on, I got my cell phone out, here we go. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> I love when people see their favorite celebrities. It just, that's like one of my favorite things in the whole entire world. Like back when I was doing radio and like, you'd see somebody meet the Jonas brothers or something and their face just lights up. They're so happy. So excited. It's a cool video over in the show notes. And I was talking to the certified fans over in our little private Facebook group. I was like, man, it took me an hour and 15 minutes yesterday to find the 
made me laugh. And so if it gets that bad again, like sometimes it's just really hard to find something that is like audibly funny and not visually funny. I don't just naturally come across it or can't find anything that's fast enough here for the end of the show. So I'm just not going to stress myself out about it that much anymore. Uh, if I find something cool, if I don't, then we'll put something else here at the end to make you make you smile. And I'm going to end the show the same way we started it today because, um, and married people, you don't have to worry about this. It's the joy of being married. It's a single people that are still out here in this world trying to figure this thing out. Um, but STD tests are just, they can, th- that call can be so awkward. And Eric Rivera, a comedian, he, he gets it. Another thing on my list, um, all right. clean, clean. <laughs> We're all adults here. Uh, listen, there's a lot of stuff out there. Be safe. Be protected. Uh, get tested. I was recently tested. Anybody been tested before? Five people. Good. That's this whole section. You guys didn't even move. <laughs> you guys all just froze. Like, don't ask, don't tell. If we don't move, he can't see us. Get tested. I'm telling it's a relief once you know. The only bad thing was uh, when the doctor called me with the results, he should have started the phone call with, congratulations, clean. He didn't. He just started listing STDs on the phone. Yeah, so I was like, doctor? He's like, Eric Rivera? <sighs> AIDS, HIV, gonorrhea. I was like, oh my, I am dirty as hell. I don't know what my hand is doing on the weekends. And he just keeps going. He's like, chlamydia, syphilis, herpes. Like, I'm dying. I've got everything. <laughs> After this long, crazy list, he just goes, all negative. <laughs> I was like, douche face, you should have started there. I was writing my will. I, I mean, like, I talk about it freely because I'm I'm a big advocate for it. Like, you should. You should go get tested. You should. Everyone should know their status, man. Don't make it a question mark. It's your body. It's my body. Ma ba dee. All right, I'm getting loopy. Let's get out of here. Hey, thank you, all my certified fans. I would love for you to become one today. It's literally as simple as grabbing your phone and texting the word fans to uh, 888-Kramer8. 888-Kramer8. Tomorrow, our limited series event, which is our uh, Girls Are Liars, part two comes out. So I'll see you back here for then. All right. I love you. I do. Hey, Kramer, Stephanie here from San Diego calling. Just wanted to tell you that I really enjoyed yesterday's show. Um, Your mom's laugh is so uplifting and comforting. It was hilarious. Um, I just, I really did enjoy everything about it. You're doing great. Um, Again, I love your mom. And gracias, gracias por por todo. Thank you for everything. Um, All right, have fun. Bye. Hi, Kramer. It's Ruby. I'm calling again. And uh, I'm listening to the podcast, uh, number 66, talking about the ghosts coming back. And it's kind of something similar. It's kind of happening in my house. Um, I live in a two-story townhome, and I have those LED strip lights that everyone on TikTok has right now. And around, I want to say, like 1130, the lights will turn on sometimes closer to midnight so it's kind of weird because i don't touch the light 
So for like the past two, three weeks now, like we'll either wake up to the lights on or we'll be downstairs watching TV and the lights just turn on. And both of my dogs are very sensitive to sound and to like energies, I want to say, around them. And they're like tapped out or asleep and nothing triggers them. So I know how like you probably feel all creeped out. Like I feel really creeped out. So hopefully we both get this resolved. <laughs> Have a good day. Love you. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.